Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning, this is Pastor David Miller, and we want to welcome you to another episode of PHT in the Morning. We're so glad you decided to share with us and be with us today, and on our last episode, we had as guest uh, Brother Doug Cornett and Sister Melissa Cornett, the pastors of Bethel Chapel in Richmond, Indiana. And we was telling you a little bit on our last episode about a tragic accident that Pastor Cornett was in that left him, and, and you, you tell me if I'm correct here, Pastor, left him paralyzed, almost completely blind, Mouth and jaw was so crushed you couldn't eat. You had to just throw a straw. You, you intake, and many other things that I'll let him tell you uh, here today. But God gloriously touched him and healed him. And some of these was instant, and some of them uh, wasn't. But miracle after miracle. So uh, I'm just I'm going to like turn the mic over to him. And I want him to tell you some of the first steps and stages of what happened during that time. Well, thank you, Pastor. I I, I think when I uh, consider the great things that the Lord done for me, you know, we are blessed to live in a time that medical science can do so much. But the one thing that medical science has not developed a um, viable medicine for, they've not developed a cure for, a surgery for, or anything is depression. And that was the greatest miracle in my mind, in my heart, that the Lord did for me. Uh, I can remember uh, being awake for what seemed like days, maybe, you know, I'm sure that I dozed off at times, but laying there in a hospital bed in my living room of the parsonage, and I cried all the time. Dear God, please just let me die. It isn't fair to my wife, to my kids, to my church. I'm laying here blind, I'm crippled, I'm in pain, I'm miserable. Just let me die. I just want to die. And of course, I couldn't speak plainly or anything. Nobody could much know what I was saying. But I was begging God to please let me die. And I hope that I never forget that the Lord came in the time of the midnight hour. In every respect, he came to me and he delivered me from depression and it came at a time that I was so weak and I was in such misery that I really don't think that I had the faith for myself, but I'm so thankful that my pastor, that my church, that my family, they had faith and they prayed for me. And I would say to those out there, speaking of faith, please don't quit praying for the ones that you love. Don't quit believing for the ones that you love because it was other people's faith. When I couldn't have faith for myself, I was just begging God to let me die, that the Lord completely delivered me and and set me completely brand new and delivered me from depression. You got a phone call from... Yes, the um, way the Lord chose to do it was amazing real quickly. Oh, yeah. A pastor in Falk, Arkansas, Brother Ben Shaw, uh, he called me. It was very early in the morning, and he said, Brother Doug, I was down praying, 
And he said, the Holy Ghost spoke to my heart and said for me to get up and call you. And then he kind of chuckled. I've been trying to find your number and I'm so glad that I found it because the Lord told me to tell you that even though you're depressed now, he is going to bring you out of depression. And whenever he said that, Brother Miller, I can't even explain to you how it was just like a five-gallon tub of cold water poured over me. Everything just felt completely new. But you know what? I wasn't depressed anymore. All of a sudden on the inside, I was happy. And that's that's the number one thing in order to have a happy life is you can't be depressed. You've got to let God do this for you. But you know, I was still crippled. I was still blind. I was still laying flat on my back in a bed. And the Lord just began to use people's faith to use my faith, to use Melissa's faith. And he began to do great miracles. It was just a short while after that, that um, my mouth was wired shut and we got to go visit a camp meeting that Brother Ralph Horton was preaching uh, over where Brother Clifton Gallagher pastored in Taylor Mill, Kentucky. And it was just a great service, you know, a great crowd, great church. And uh, Brother Horton came back I guess you could look at me and see that I was in bad shape. Right in the middle of his preaching. But he had no idea anything about my mouth. He didn't know that I was sitting there suffering. My bottom jaw was crushed over a hundred times is what I uh, remember it being. And it was just crushed and broken many times all the way through. And he came back and he stood in front of me like you just wouldn't believe Uh, He reached out with his hand. Now, this is the faith of a great man of God. I'll tell you, I wouldn't give you one cent to go to a television show and, and be prayed for by all of that, but all to find a true man of God that trusts and believe in God. He just reached forth and laid his hand on my jaw exactly where it was broken and crushed and everything and rubbed his hands all around my jaw. And you remember what he kept saying, Missy? Yeah, he just just kept saying, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And immediately, right then, every bit of the pain went away. I felt like I had a brand new jaw, uh, but it, it was still wired shut, of course. And and uh, I didn't know, you know, the extent of my healing by any means, but all the pain was gone. And the next day, on our way back to uh, uh, Illinois, Uh, sitting in the van, I felt something in my mouth. And I opened my mouth to see what it was. It was the first time in all of those months that my mouth had been opened. And I opened my mouth to see what, what, what it was that I was feeling. And when I opened my mouth, a big blob ball of metal wires fell out of my mouth and into my hand. Right. The Lord had just healed my Jaw. Thank you, you, Jesus. Let me ask you a question, Brother Doug. Didn't the doctor actually tell you prior to that, I don't know how long prior, that uh, you was telling him before you got your healing how bad it hurt? Yeah. Yes. And he said, uh, don't mess with it because it'll have to be surgically removed. He actually went in and tightened all of those wires in it so he wouldn't be able to maybe move it a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. Because the he was trying to move it because he didn't like the wires yeah. in his mouth. So this was this this was not an accident. This was a miracle. Absolutely, yeah. what I'm trying to Absolutely. say uh, they had not only 
Did they tell him don't mess with it? They tightened him up. Yeah. All right. So that was actually a miracle. It was a great miracle that God performed. Yes, sir. Brother Doug Jaw. And uh, it's just amazing uh, what God's done. So I, I want to go back just a minute here when Doug, Brother Doug was talking about uh, uh, suffering that depression. And this is a real thing in our world today. And some people think, well, if you're a Christian, you, you can't have that. But that's just not true. Christian men, Christian women, and even teenagers, Brother Doug, they go through this. I believe yes. it. Yes. Great depression. And so uh, I know what Brother Doug's answer is going to be. But do you believe, Brother Doug, that God can actually, no matter what the depression is, you really believe God can just give them deliverance? All you have to have is the faith, which is believing yes. that he's going to do it. Not that he can do it, because believing that he can do it, that's praise. Yes. Believing that he's going to do it, that's faith. That's faith. And actually, you know what, folks? Depression can come over like, in Brother Cornette's case, it was a, a, a 29-year-old man faced with the uncertainties of knowing could he walk again, could he see again, could he enjoy his family again, could he preach again. But there's uh, young people out there who who's in a terrible home life, right? And they're yes. thinking today they're depressed because they think, is my family ever going to get better? Am I ever going to have a a good life? Or or there's older folks that may wind up in a nursing home and they they get depressed, right? But I'm just so glad that that Pastor Cornette talked about how God's first great healing was the healing of depression. So if you have any kind of problems out there like that, just believe God, have faith in God, and God can bring it to pass. I'm so glad we're doing these episodes on faith. And, and he talked about uh, his, his depression. God gloriously healed him. So if you feel any kind of depression out there, you believe God because God's no respect to person. What he done for Pastor Cornette, he can do for you. And uh, so we, we want to go further here and... Uh, we may have to do a third episode. This is so great. We probably have to do 10 if we get it all in. But uh, he told about that depression. He's told you about how God healed his jaw gloriously. But what was the, the next step, Brother Doug, that God done after that? Do you remember, or Sister Cornette, you two together? Well, before we move on from the jaw, after that, the, after that the Lord had healed you with the pain... And then on our way home, you spit out the wires. Then right. we went on to the doc, to the EN, you, ENT yes. that put the wires in. We went on to him the next day, and he actually said that he'd done some more x-rays and stuff because he was thinking he's going to have to put all these wires back right. in your mouth right. and that you'd done something to cause all these wires to fall out that was surgically put in. And, you know, he's going to have to go back in and surgically put them back in. But instead, what he found is he said, he told us that, uh, he said, how did he say it? Well, well, the important thing to remember is that all of the x-rays and all of the medical proof is there. Right. The jaw was broken. It was crushed. But yet now, and this is absolutely amazing, it changed our doctor's life. It changes life to, to today till today. He's a different man. And that is because 
he said that now on all of the x-rays and all the medical things, he had what you up. see now, this jaw, he said, someone has given you a brand new jaw. Right. And he there said, this no jaw scars on that bone. has never been broken. Exactly. He <laughs> yeah. said, this jaw has never been broken. Right. And then he would just stand there with that pointer deal at those x-rays and says, but look at it. It's crushed. Look at it. It's broken. But look at these pictures. It's a brand new jaw. Right. It's never been broken. So it doesn't matter what kind of problem you have. The Lord created it in the first place. So he can either heal it, fix it, or give you a new one. There you go. I love <laughs> yeah. that. I and love I, that. I believe this story, folks, that you that listening. I've seen it happen. Uh, so it's easy for me to believe, and I hope you can believe it because this is how faith works. Like Pastor Cornette has said a couple of times, it's just faith. It's not, he's not claiming anything. It's faith. And we believe this because we, we've seen it. But, you know, the Bible said in one place, uh, talking about Jesus, some of them had, hadn't really seen him, but they, he said, more blessed are you that believe and have not seen. So even if you haven't seen it, I mean, it, if, if we know these things are facts, we know they happen. Surely we ought to believe if we want God to ever do these things for us. Right. So I'm enjoying this so much. Uh, what was the next uh, actual phase? Or, or th- well, happened? Pastor, as we sit here at a kitchen counter, there's no bright lights on us. There's no bunch of cameras and all kinds of stuff going on. And uh, I'm hoping you give me a million dollars for this, but you haven't mentioned <laughs> giving me anything for, for this. Uh, but yet... <laughs> uh, I have no doubt about the how that all of a sudden the Lord in one service at the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, where Brother Miller's the pastor. That's a pretty good one, church, isn't it, Brother Doug? It's the best. In <laughs> one surface, the Lord opened up my blinded eyes, Hallelujah. took away the paralyzation from my left side that was mostly paralyzed. On that one service, he allowed me to speak for the first time in complete sentences. He done a great miracle, not completely and fully, and maybe still not with my mind completely. Oh, but my, that was the greatest night that I walked, I talked, and I saw in one night. And there was no way that you can fake that or pretend that. The Lord did all of that because the church believed. Yeah. And actually... Brother Doug came in that church service using a walker. And in your church, there is a slanted aisleway going down to where I sat uh, that is slanted, you know, so the back pew and the platform is on the same level. And I fell that night three times trying to get to my seat because I was not very good with that walker. Therapy was trying to teach you how to use the walker. So where you didn't want to continue using the wheelchair because you didn't want right, people right. to see you in the wheelchair. You were trying to use the walker right? and just could not, hadn't mastered it and couldn't. I'm sure I should have been it. in a wheelchair, <laughs> but I was trying to prove that I was getting better. And so I came on the walker. I fell three times getting to my pew. Yeah. Oh, they but it was that had night. To, like almost carry you down to the seat. 
And then they came and basically carried me up front. And my pastor, Brother Miller, and the evangelist preaching the revival was Kevin. Brother Kevin Webster yeah. from yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, I remember that now. My brother Dwayne, all different ones, was there anointing me with oil, putting their hands on me. And it was that night that I, uh, as they dismissed service, I stood up on my own and I walked out of that church carrying my walker. Yes. Because Jesus can do what physical therapy can't do. And, and before that is when he um, he was looking around after he got prayed for, and he started seeing everybody had their hands raised in the air and praising the Lord. He he was just he was shocked that he could see them, and you was using your you was waving at people with yes, your left yes. arm, which was paralyzed, <laughs> all in that same service. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. My close friend Dave was sitting on the platform, and I, uh, he, he looked at me, and he was trying to say, "Are you looking at me?" Yeah. And I smiled at him, and I waved with my paralyzed hand, and uh, people was just rejoicing and shouting, and uh, it was just, I could see every man. Uh, at that point, uh, I was never completely one hundred percent blind. I guess, Pastor, I could be put in that category of the man that saw menace trees walking. I could see, but uh, far from clearly. But that night, I saw every man clearly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. He was over 90% blind. You could see very little movement and uh, shades of light from when they'd done the, um, I can't remember the test, but they'd done the test where they put the things on your head, like brainwave test to see how much you could actually see and um so you was you was pretty blind you was almost completely blind he was i'll tell you what this this is so powerful here today uh talking about this and i just wish you could have seen this yourself but trust me this was a great miracle and i want to say this uh, am i correct I, in memory i think when you stood up and church was dismissed that night, your dad brought you your walker and you said, I don't think I'm going to need that anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. My, I, I started walking. I, I said I was carrying my walker. That really wasn't correct. Now that you said that, I remember I was walking without my walker and my dad, he come darting around the corner carrying my walker. He said, here, son, get your walker quick. Grab your walker. And I looked at my dad and I said, dad. I'm not going to need it. You can have it. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And I never, you know, never used that walker again. These have been so great. I want to thank Brother and Sister Cornette so much. But let me ask you a question. Would you be able to 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 come back the next episode? I, I don't want to end this here. I want the people to know what a great miracle. We're not trying to elevate uh, Brother or Sister Cornette. Not at all. We're trying to elevate Jesus Christ and tell what he's done. And this is a, a great modern-day miracle. This man was pronounced dead. He had, there, there was a death certificate in Union County, Illinois, I guess it's, it is, with seven different times of death. And, but he's here. He's alive. He's walking. He's talking. He's preaching. He's pastoring. He's preached camp meetings, youth camps, revivals, conventions, all sorts of any kind of special meeting you can name, as well as pastor 
Brother Doug has preached. We preach camp meetings together. Many means together. We serve on the same executive uh, board uh, of our fellowship together. So it's just been a great miracle. And would you be able to come back to the next episode? I would be honored. Okay. Well, listen, you need to be sure to call your friends. Tell them about this particular uh, episode coming up. And I've never asked this, but I'm going to ask you, please subscribe uh, to YouTube. Uh, on this PHT in the morning. And you can also get this in many other places and listen to this. I think it'll be a great blessing to you. So this is Pastor Miller, and we want you to have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.